Hey everybody, welcome to the Spliff Podcast. I'm Bo Nellis, your host, and this motherfucker ain't going to record itself, so let's get started. I already need another fucking bong load. God damn, it's been that kind of week. Right now I've got a bowl, a little salad of some of the Holy Headband with some Blue Dream that I got recently. Um, both... I think I've talked about before, the Blue Dream is nice and creamy, but sativa leaning. And uh, the Holy Headband, just a great ego trip. So I needed something that would put me happy, keep me talking. And uh, yeah, I've just been sitting here talking to myself lately. So it's about time I hit record. No offense to you guys. You guys are super fucking awesome. It's me who's got to fucking deal with the change. So that's what we're going to talk about this week, because I couldn't fucking think of anything else, quite frankly. (coughs) The headband gets me every time. So let's get those stoner moments out of the way, because we've got some this week. Uh, Let's see. The first thing I wanted to say was um, there is an E in the peace water. P-I-E-C-E. I I heard that back, and I was like, oh, God. Some things you just can't fix, and you just got to let them go out there and come back as stoner moments next week. But that's the way it is. Uh, Peace water. I still haven't bought some yet, but it looked really reasonably priced. I think they had like, you get 36 ounces for $25. With the way that I've been using it, that's a pretty sound investment for me, I feel like. So I'm probably going to get that at some point. I do have a link on the website, thespliffpodcast.com. It took a little while, but I did get those links up there. I get no money if you buy yourself any of the peace water. Just uh, just sharing it. Another stoner moment. I did not see that I had another five-star review. I don't think I, I saw it or mentioned it at all, but thank you, Desiree. I appreciate it. Uh, I love all the ratings and reviews I get. They make me really happy. And on this kind of week, I need that kind of like dopamine serotonin injection into my body right now now there's a very low flying copter i don't know if they're spraying in the fields or if they're looking for somebody maybe we'll let them fly overhead or maybe it's just some rich person traveling helicopter is the best way to travel it's like magic. It's like it's just making the whole world your own little ticky-tacky playground. Anywho's, so yeah, this whole week for me has been kind of like a limbo week. I'm getting stuff done, but I don't really want to do it. I'm getting out of bed, but it's taking a little longer. And I'm trying to be grateful for the fact that I have, you know, the extra 30, 45 minutes after my alarm super fucking grateful right for real i know some people are hating me right now but that's why i'm trying to be grateful about it but here's the thing sometimes change is just hard being a different person is hard and that goes for your mental change and your physical change because i've got some other things going on right now 
My friend Heather just finished. You remember Heather from the uh, the Lady Stoner episode, Stoner Girls. She talked about her experience with CBD, CBDA, and hormonal acne. She's doing fantastic, by the way. She just finished with yoga teacher training down in Santa Monica, and it was intense. And I missed my friend, and when we finally got to hang out again, she gave me some yoga tips. She gave me some realignment, and the first thing she had me do was stand in Tadasana or mountain pose or just fucking stand straight and tall if you're not familiar with the rest of it. But there's a certain alignment that you want to give your body so that it's comfortable and active at the same time. And basically, I've been doing it wrong my entire life. And she told me a certain certain ways to to change the way that I stand that would ultimately change the way that I walked that would ultimately help me change almost everything about my alignment further on down the line for the better. So to make a long story long, because that's what we're here for, right? Um, What happened is when I was five years old, I was at this roller skating rink and I've never been good on roller skates and I was terrified as a five-year-old. So I never really went on the rink. I would just stay in the carpeted area and I befriended this older gentleman who would hang out and watch his son skate, but he was too old to be on roller skates himself. So totally not creepy. I loved Mr. Rogers. And I guess I just thought that older guys were supposed to be my friends. So he would buy me a soda or an icy and that didn't hurt either. Let me tell you. But he would hang out on this bench that was on this platform that was just one step, just one step up. And I was petrified of this step. I just knew that I was going to fall. And so I would always close my eyes when I would step down. Super dumb, I know, but that's the way I had to take it back then. And one time when I was doing that, uh, apparently one of the, the older boys uh, was skating by and tripped me and I broke my leg and I ended up in a cast. And uh, <laughs> I mean, I was petrified of being on skates and trying to step down from that thing. I was even more terrified of being in a cast and having to step down from a curb. I don't know why I've always been a klutz and I just always felt the worst. Apparently, I've gotten over it a lot. But as a child, I did not I just I, I had I had a lot of issues with abuse and I think I manifested them into these kinds of anxieties. I was probably dropped as a kid too, you know, who the fuck knows? And um I never had any physical therapy when I got out of the cast, so I always have walked a little bit like I was in the cast. I just became very used to that and I lean on the right side of my right foot on the outside of it. And I lean on the right side of my left foot on the inside of it. And I don't activate my arches. So she had me start to activate my arches through my knees. And holy shit, like it felt super weird and uncomfortable, but at the same time, right. And it it helps relieve some uh, pain in the sides of my thighs. That was like, it was excruciating pain. If you really wanted to take me down, you just had to poke me in the side of my thigh. 
like getting massages, I would just grin and bear it, but it was excruciating. And apparently what was happening was certain muscles were just atrophying because I wasn't using them properly. And I noticed later the night after going through a full day of, of working these exercises, just basically standing there active in my stand, and I noticed that the pain wasn't as bad. Huge game changer for me. With a week of doing that, she came back to do a second session and I was doing some forward folds and I was having to completely relearn how to do my forward folds because I was noticing that at certain points I would lean to the right to favor the tightness that I had created in my right side. And I, I wanted to correct that. So she, you know, suggested that I bend my knees into my forward folds in order in order to help release my lower back. And I did that. And and I, I was getting like I did it once and I could feel that like I needed something. So I came up and did like, you know, a half forward fold and then went back down into a further one. And right right when she was telling me to come back up, I was like, no, I need to do this. I need to stay here. And my whole knee to hip just popped completely into like, I want to say into place, but it felt out of place, but it felt incredible and amazing and terrifying at the same time, exhilarating. And I'm just super excited that I had a witness to it because it was intense. But it also really told me that I was doing something right. But I also knew that with this huge sudden change, there were going to be all kinds of other issues in my body that would come up, different pains and different sorenesses. And and so I want to talk about how I used cannabis to help me kind of deal with those those physical changes and and how those physical changes have really kind of led into this week of me feeling in limbo and and maybe not just being as mentally active and engaged in other activities as I might normally be, and how how cannabis really helps me keep from falling back into a cycle of shame and depression. So yeah, so let's talk about that, because I'm a lot of stoner moments now. Just had to take another little snapper on the bong load. And uh, yeah, I have been smoking a shit ton of weed lately. I feel like I need to smoke a shit ton of weed lately. And I feel like a lot of it is because I'm focusing so much on this physical change that I've been going through in an effort to to really work this this new arch elongation. And I mean, like my Achilles is all seized up and, and the arch in my foot is really short on the right side. So I have to work all this stuff out. My ankles constantly popping and my knees are constantly unaware of where they are because I'm not fully engaged like I should be. And I'm learning how to be this different walker, this different stander, how to how to be in a different body. And it's an effort that I'm fully behind. I'm fully committed to. I want to feel even. And I had gone on this walk to kind of um, give myself a little a little extra push. And because uh, walking in this new position, my gait has shortened my hips in order to do it properly and to stay straight and to not favor the right side of my entire body. Uh, I have to rethink the way that I, I walk. 
and and it's much slower than I'm used to. It's much shorter than I'm used to. And I really have to stay mentally aware while I'm in it. So the walks become excruciating and they're not as long or with as many inclines and declines as I might normally try to engage myself in. It's just like walks around the block become excruciatingly difficult. But it, it's easier to commit to that kind of pain. You know, it's it's easier for me, my personality, to fight against something that tells me I can't, whether that's the pain in my body or uh, the a, a teacher, you know, being pernicious or anything that really tends to fuel my sense of righteous indignation, to be perfectly honest. And I just found myself noticing how different my committal, my desire for commitment specifically is between these two changes that I have in my life, the mental change versus the physical change. But I use cannabis to treat them both. So one of the biggest things is all the different body aches, smoking weed. I've had to use a lot more indica, both in my edibles and my smoking. I use a lot more topicals, um, a lot of wax all over my ankles. I'd love to use my little homemade wax patches, get yourself some cheap concentrates, and they make fantastic topicals. But a lot of that indica use is feeding into the sense of mental depression that I'm having. While I might be able to maintain a certain level of physical activity, mentally, I'm just fucking exhausted. And and that does transcend into this overwhelming feeling of physical exhaustion that isn't genuine, but is very fucking convincing. So I also have to use sativa edibles. I I haven't really been using a lot of sativa edibles. Well, I have to make sure that I use sativa edibles during my day now, because if I don't, just getting through the day is overwhelming. And just don't want to do it. You just, you know, you get the bills paid as much as you can. And then you're like, I'm going to watch some TV. That sounds like fun. And, you know, it's totally cool to do that for a while, but I've got big plans and none of them really get done if I'm just staring at the TV and not actively engaged in them Ah, or totally hitting my snooze and fuck that just resetting my alarm. You when you you're not even like dealing with the snooze button anymore. You're like motherfuckers reset. This is mm, not playing around. I need to get into some rim. All right. That's where I'm at right now. But the thing is, while I'm dealing with all of this physical change, my body is going to be putting a lot of energy into it. And if my commitment is more to the physical side, my commitment to the mental side is going to be a lot more difficult. It just, I I only have a finite amount of energy and I have to accept that. And a lot of this, you know, sitting around, sleeping a lot is me reminding myself of my own advice that I'm doing more healing, I'm pushing myself a lot, and I'm using a lot of cannabis to supplement that. And cannabis is going to do what it's supposed to do. It's going to tell me to take it easier while we get this fixed because that's its job. 
and cannabis don't give a fuck about this modern lifestyle and how fast we take our day to day. It's going to it's going to do what it tells me is right. And then, of course, you know, we're going to make educated guesses along the way, because in this indica versus sativa battle, you know, it's it's tiresome. It's confusing to the body. I don't want to be mixing it up so much all the time. So I have to I've been so grateful about getting so many of the the transdermal patches uh, as samples from Papa and Barkley because the THCA patches that I use from the cannabis concentrates are fantastic, but they aren't the full thing. They, I mean, actually getting THC into the equation, getting CBD into the equation, those can make really big differences. And being able to use those samples has given me a really great understanding of what my body needs. So what I'm saying is, too, like, if you can make some sample circuits, do it. Uh, I had to stop for another bong load. I threw a little CBD onto it this time. I feel like I'm getting super rambly. And I'm like, oh, me, 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 me. But, I mean, that's what, that's what the spliff is, right? My right eye's twitching. I don't know why. Stress? Like, I'm not stressful. Sleep? I got plenty of fucking sleep. Anyhows. I think I've been doing a lot to change my eyes, too, actually. It might, be, it might have something to do with that. I've been doing a lot of the eye patch method. Anyhows, I'm going to get back to the shit I was talking about before. What was I talking about before? Hmm. I was talking about the topicals, how I was very grateful that they came in. If you get a chance to use any samples to get samples, you don't even have to be in a legal state, to be honest. You can check a lot of these CBD sites and they'll send samples out. The cartridge, the vaporizers, they don't give a fuck what state you're in. If you're willing to accept the package and... There's plausible deniability. Go for it. Fuck it, right? This is civil disobedience. It's like some of the best civil disobedience. All right, so let's see. What do my notes say? Right? It's painful correcting an injury. Oh, right. So it's one of the reasons that I wanted to do this primarily is if you are recovering from an injury, if you are dealing with physical therapy, if you are trying to correct an injurious learned habit, it is very painful to, to correct that, whether it's mental or physical. But physical is a lot easier to have some sort of visceral, tangible solution to. So let's start there. One of the ways that um, I found was most helpful in trying to refigure the, uh, the way that I was using cannabis and to implement the things that I had was um, I had gotten a compression sock because pushing my ankle into all of this was, was making it swell in certain spots where uh, it was experiencing all of this new pressure and, and stuff. So um, 
the compression, it's not even a compression sock. It's like a, a compression brace. And it was great, supportive. It, it helped it feel better, but it's exhausting after a while. If you have ever had any kind of foot correction, it is painful. It affects your entire body uh, it, it, just as much as your back or, you know, like most things, I guess. But really, it's also your basis for balance, motion, mobility. I mean, it just supports the whole goddamn system. So a few hours of intense physical therapy can be very exhausting. If you've ever had arch correction, if you have those insoles or, or anything like that, you know, using a transdermal patch during that time, I found to be a thousand times helpful. I mean, that's hyperbolic, but it's not because there was no way to really quantify it. It just made everything easier. It made my gait easier. All I did was I had had, um, and I'm going to talk more about the transdermal patches, specifically the Papa and Barclays, but I had had it um, on my ankle, slightly high, uh, right above the ankle to the ankle, slightly over the ankle, like half over the ankle, half above the ankle. And the compression brace fit at that halfway point, just uh, to the ankle, to the top of the ankle. And immediately everything got better. Uh, Everything felt more supported. Everything felt more weightless, easier to do. The transdermal patch enhanced the the compression brace and the compression brace enhanced the transdermal patch. And the entire thing made the entire act of healing that much easier and therefore that much more efficient in the long run for me. And so I know that I really need to get more transdermal patches and make that more a part of my regular routine in in this journey of realignment, you know, uh, I love finding ways that cannabis can enhance my life and just make every journey easier. And that was a really big one for me. So transdermal patches with compression supports, whatever, any kind of physical injury I've definitely used transdermal applications, but I don't know that I've ever needed it quite as pointedly as I have in this journey. Now, something interesting that I had come across in my research, and I know I had saved this link, but I think I might have saved it to the shit that got lost. So it's going to take me a while to find it. When I do, I will put it up on the website Uh, But it was a study of the different cannabinoids and their effectiveness against swelling. Now, if you are a longtime listener um, or if you have gone through the catalog of the previous episodes, you know that I love THCA. It is my favorite for specifically its ability to fight inflammation. And you also know that I am a huge klutz who has already broken, well, you know, or at least fractured uh, two bones in the year and a half that I've been doing this podcast. And that I am a proponent for going towards cannabis lotion with THCA and THC and fuck it, CBD, throw them all in there as immediately as possible. 
And this study kind of swayed me. It didn't sway me against it, but it did make me aware that THCA, if there is bone growth that is necessary during the healing period, might not be the most effective cannabinoid because it can be a bone growth inhibitor. While it is the best at reducing inflammation, it doesn't allow for bone growth as effectively as, and this is the part where it's going to fucking get me. It's, I don't know if it's CBGA or if it was CBG, but one of the forms of CBG was the most effective for reducing inflammation without reducing bone growth. So if you have an injury where you require bone growth and you have access to high CBG products, which are exceedingly rare at the release of this podcast, I have to say, but are out there, you should probably be using that. Now, another cannabinoid that can be very effective uh, for physical injuries and rehabilitation is CBN. Um, I don't know a whole lot about CBN for sleep. It does not help me sleep. It gives me the jitters. It makes me dry-eyed and stony, but just it's very uncomfortable for me. However, as a topical um, because, well, what happened is I had some really old weed and I tried to make um, coconut oil with it, but I did not account for its age when I decarboxylated it in the oven and then heated it again as a lotion and tried to emulsify it. And it just, it, it came out kind of funky. Uh, it, it doesn't um, solidify as quickly as the more THC rich lotions that I, or coconut oils that I've made. Um, I could have, you know, CBD coconut uh, infused coconut oil. I could have THC in indica, THC in sativa, and they're all solidified. And then this weird kind of dark CBN mix is still really, really liquefied. Um, but I found that for me personally, at least, the CBN mix is the best at relieving muscle strain and muscle tension. Um, when like sometimes my shoulder and my arm just gets this, like I tweak it really weird and I could tell that I've pulled a muscle somehow. Um, when I was younger, I used to pull my, a muscle in my neck all the time because I was sleeping on like a thousand pillows. It was heaven, but it was hell for my ever growing neck and, you know, elongating it. Well, okay. It grew both ways. I'll give it that. But, um, like once a month, I would wake up with muscle strain. And I wish to God I had had this back then because it isn't, it isn't a magical cure. It doesn't make it go away, but I find it to be more effective than even a very rich indica THC, even terpene infused or other herbal infused lotions to be. So those are, are some of my experiences with other cannabinoids and other other options for employing cannabis to uh, to carry you through the change. That was an alliteration. That was that was kick kitch. Whatever. 
Anything else? Anything in these notes that I should probably do? I've been I've been rambling a pretty good amount of time. I don't know. There was some empty spots in there. I got to edit out. We'll see how it goes. I mean, for sure. I don't know about you, but I'm definitely ready for another bong load. So let's let's. Uh, I'm gonna pack that up. Okay. Oh, should I get something different? Do I have anything different? Let me take a look, see at what I've got, and I'll get back with you. Pack it up. Nope, that was a big fat nope. I mean, I have these joints, these mystery joints that I got from a dispensary for, uh, like, well, one of them was because my friend works at the dispensary. He's like, yo, what's up? I threw in a joint for you. And I'm like, yes. But I think I left it in the car as an emergency joint, and it just isn't as satisfying to listen to on a podcast anyway, to, to listen to somebody smoke that. So I packed a bong load of... I picked off like just the tiniest bit, just like a little leaf of the holy headband because I feel pretty rambly and I don't need to keep rambling further. I want to want to get through this. And then um, I picked a decent size uh, little little floret off the Blue Dream because while I'm editing this, I really need to eat something. I've drank a shit ton of coffee and haven't eaten very much. So I really want to induce my appetite um, well, I have another cup of coffee for sure. Uh, so the blue dream is really great about encouraging my digestive system to be receptive to food. And then I also put in, a, an equal amount of that fire angel CBD rich strain, the, uh, almost one to one, 5% THC, 9% CBD. Cause I just, um, I want to throw, a little evenness in there and that really seems to be a very even calming CBD for me. So I'm hoping that it just kind of rounds it all up together. And then it tasted pretty good the last time that I did it too. So I'm going to see, but a little less holy headband because I also don't want to cough as much. We'll see how, how it all works together. Oh, yeah, that was much smoother. Just a, just a skosh I had been. I can feel it in my throat. I can still feel it right, right above my larynx, right around in there. But it doesn't make me want to cough. It's actually kind of crazy how much it really dialed in directly where it affects. Oh, I think I was listening to, I can't remember if it was Shaping Fire or Ganja. I'm pretty sure it was Shaping Fire. Um, where they had Max Montrose from the Trichome Institute. I think I think that's what it's called. And and he's like this like super terpene specialist guy and he has these crazy intense classes. But it's kind of the creme de la creme for certification. And he was talking about how uh, you can feel these different smells from cannabis in the mask of your face. And not just the mask, but parts of your throat too and how how you can kind of tell the composition of a flower chemically by where you feel it in your face. And I mean, that really points to his point specifically. Um, and I thought it was just, I mean, cause I was kind of noticing that myself and, and to be able to really focus in on the different strains that I am experimenting with and find out how they feel in my own 
face mask and and if I can even pull it out. Uh, it's been a little fun, fun experiment, a little stoner experiment. Yeah, I can do from the comfort of my own home. So thanks for that little tidbit, Max Matros. So let's talk about those transdermal patches I got. The Papa and Barclays. Uh, they are a pretty thick transdermal patch. Uh, let's see here. Um, they, they've got a moleskin backing and they smell like their, their balm, the salve, uh, medicinal kind of like tiger balm. Two out of the four that I received had, um, kind of leaked through the mole skin are all the way to to through the mole skin so that they came through on the other side and um and were sticky on the other side so that wasn't great you can kind of see the cannabis oil that they put in there um it doesn't really seem to matter because of all the other things that are in there it it's not uh specifically pertinent to where you place it directly on your body <coughs> The other two were perfectly fine, uh, but thick. And and they kind of, uh, maybe it was just where I had placed them, but I mean, they all seem to kind of move a little bit. So the first place that I used one of the transdermal patches was on my hip back area. Uh, I was having some pretty intense hip pain from all of this new new movement and um, and then also uh, during uh, my lady time it kind of intensifies any any pain that is in that area. So I um, I, I try to use it there and that was kind of a mess. It, it just kept getting caught in my pants. Um, Maybe if you were in like a dress or a skirt or really loose fitting clothing, it would be really good for you. But it 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 was really complicated, and I ended up just uh, just moving it eventually to the top of my foot until it fell off, which took like an hour. I think the whole thing maybe lasted me four and a half hours. Um, I did find relief. While I was able to, I mean, pretty immediately, it was kind of intense. It it seemed to warm, kind of like that icy hot feeling at first. But it, I, when I say it was kind of intense, I thought it was going to get intense, like I was prepared for it to get intense, but it never crossed that threshold. So it warmed. I could feel it really starting to work. Um, and I was worried maybe it would get too much and I might have to take it off, but it it wasn't. The next time I used it was on my neck shoulder area. Um, my lymph nodes get kind of stiff and, um, and it can be a huge pain in the neck. It's, it's a huge pain in the neck. Oh, when idioms apply. So, but during an, an especially intense period, I used it there and Cannabis topicals are usually helpful, but they rarely make it go away. They help loosen some of the stiffening, but they don't get to the core of it. And the transdermal patch 
was effective. It was much longer lasting than the lotion, but it wasn't more effective than the lotion. It was just longer lasting. So that was, I mean, yeah, no, that's everything, you know, when you need it. Who wants to be applying lotion over and over again? Oh, let's see. Okay, so uh, I did write down too. thank God while I was remembering it, I wrote down which patches I placed where. So on the hip, I used the one to three patch, the THC to CBD. And um, because I was around my lady time, I wanted to make sure I had extra CBD to that area. I thought it might help. And uh, CBD is supposed to be good for joint and arthritis type pain. A lot of people will say so I wanted to see if it it did help and it did it didn't make it go away but it definitely made the the feelings in my hip looser on my shoulder neck area um, I used the three to one THC to CBD because I have no idea really what's going on in the lymph nodes or how to attack them most appropriately. Usually the soothing soothes in my ears with the THCA can relieve a lot of the uh, the inflammation that comes with the lymph nodes, but it never gets it wholly, especially down in the shoulder area. So I thought maybe the THC would be good there. And it did stay, it, it stayed put pretty well for the most part. I mean, my bra... And a collar line got in the way a little bit, but um, it, it just slipped a little bit, but not much. I mean, for the most part, it stayed put pretty effectively. The next one that I did was another of the one to three, the THC to CBD on my ankle. And that was low on my ankle on the inside of my right ankle. Um, and that was like almost immediate wonderful, magical pain relief to that area. Um, just again, with my, my Achilles and all of those tendons really trying to loosen up and becoming inflamed and, and stiffening up and, and having all this new pressure, the transdermal patch was super amazing and relieving all of those, those aches and pains. It didn't stay super effectively against uh, my jeans. I was not wearing socks. Should have worn socks, but I didn't. And it eventually, it was kind of a pain in the ass. And then it fell off somewhere. And I was like, oh, I hope it's not gross somewhere. But I found it later. It was fine. It was in my car. And then the last one was a CBD only patch that that is the one that I used higher up on my ankle on the outside of my right foot um, and under the compression sock. I used it alone for a while and then eventually I was like, oh my God, I bet this would feel amazing with a compression sock and it did. Now, it did make me want to put transdermal patches all over the other side of my foot, on my other foot, and on my knees because everything else, I mean, it was just so effective at relieving the pain in my foot that I, um, I mean, everything else kind of had to, to stand up at attention for the extra work it needed to do in order to correct all my alignment. Uh, it, it was amazing. I did try to wear it through to bed. Uh, I put a sock on it, but it wasn't a tall enough sock and I lost it. It didn't stay. I think they only say it's supposed to be good for like up to eight hours. And I certainly pushed that eight hour limit. 
I think the only one that actually made it the full eight hours was the one on my shoulder and the one on the top of my ankle after I put the compression sock on. Putting that on helped the lingette. And I went shopping. I went out. I did all kinds of stuff. So I put it to the test. It did me proud. I was, And I was standing on concrete. I did not have any any ankle pain. It was amazing. I need to go get me some transdermal patches like stat. As far as the market goes, I know that Mary's Medicinals is one of the biggest ones out there. And I know that I have talked some, some doubtfulness about Mary's Medicinals marketing practices. Um, Honestly, I tend to buy these things just based on one pricing and two availability. I'll travel a little bit for the right pricing if it works out for me in the long run. But yeah, uh, I hope that that helps everybody. I know I'm feeling better. I didn't snap my bongo, but it is certainly cashed. This bowl's got like, it's self-screening. It's like, no, we're not going to let that last bit of fucking ass down this. No, no, we're just not going to do that. I love it. All right, you guys. Um, so, yeah, so I'm going to pop something in. I got a, I got a half a calzone uh, that I can pop in the oven that I'm going to be eating. And I'm going to get this edited. Thanks for spliffing it with me this week. I hope I didn't bum you out. You certainly picked me up. I hope I I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Oh, I guess I should do all the marketing stuff too. Self-marketing moment. You can find me on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. You can find me on Instagram at the Spliff Podcast. You can find me on Twitter at Spliff Podcast. That's two F's, two T's in Spliff Podcast. And you can find me on Facebook through the Spliff Podcast page. Or if you need to be a little bit more incognito or just want to get a little bit more personal, you can friend me. I'm Bo Nellis, B-O-H-N-E-L-L-I-S. You can find links to all of my podcasts on my website, thespliffpodcast.com. And you can find links to a lot of the things that I talk about. I'll have links to Papa and Barclays. I'll have links to that scientific study that I referred to earlier, uh, if you're interested in that. And I have links for all kinds of uh, the other episodes. And I have links for ways that you can support the podcast if you are interested in doing so for that. You can make a contribution by using my Amazon affiliate link and doing your Amazon shopping by going through that link first. And then all of your purchasing through Amazon that you do through that link, a portion of it at no expense to you makes its way to the podcast as a contribution. And I'm going to be using those cents as they add up to help pay for the website this year. It's very much appreciated. All of you that are using it, I see you and it is adding up rock on. If you want to make a slightly larger contribution, you can use my Patreon page to do so. I have not been on it in a long while. There are not a lot of great options on there for you to make contributions, but that is an option. And if you holla at your girl that you want to use that platform, I will be on it. I will be on it. Otherwise, you can just holla at your girl and no matter what, you can holla at your girl and we will make it work. 
You can find me uh, through my email at thespliffpodcast at gmail.com. You can send me questions, comments, whatever you want. It's all good. Funny memes. Sure, why the fuck not? I mean, I think that's what Facebook is for, but some people need to keep it more anonymous than that. I got banter, clearly. Smoke some holy headband, and I got fucking banter for weeks. Now, uh, other ways that you can find me are, if you want to keep it old school, 209-867-7543. That's a phone number that you can use to call or text. And yeah, those are those are all the ways that you can uh, get a hold of me. If you're newer to the podcast, welcome. I promise you, I have much sunnier days. But you can learn all about that when you go back through and listen to the earlier episodes. They're all on the website. They're also on Stitcher. And they're in iTunes. Oh, hey. Five-star rating by Desiree. Ray, I love the ratings and reviews. If you feel so compelled to, please leave one wherever you listen. But iTunes specifically is where... I mean, their algorithms are like self-marketing geniuses when those who listen subscribe and rate and review listener's choice all right you guys i think i think that's enough that's that that's enough right all right token next week we'll have more i don't know what the fuck i'm gonna talk about i got some stuff but you know it's it's a desire it's like the the most elusive human emotion to fabricate it's nearly impossible the right cannabis i'm gonna find it all right, you guys, I'm done. I said I said I was done already. I'm for real done this time. Thanks for spliffing it. Ciao for now.